1: Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is March tenth, 2016. We're going to have a really great show today because we're going to literally teach you how to heal your body using natural remedies. And no matter what your particular ailment might be, what you're going to find out today will aid you in maintaining health and healing. Our special guest is Stacy Chilleamy, and she is the author of numerous books, but the one in particular that we're going to talk to her about today is called Natural Remedies for Common Conditions, and it's really um, how to prevent, heal, maintain optimum health using alternative medicine, along with herbs, vitamins, and food. What more could you ask for? <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going to bring Stacy onto our show now. Hello, Stacy. I heard that little laugh.
2: <laughs> Hi, how are you?
1: <laughs> Great. I'd like to start the show out by asking how my guest got on the path that they're on today. And I know you have a very interesting story to
2: tell. Well at the age of 5 I had uh um had um encephalitis the virus had, had traveled to my brain and um it had caused scar tissue damage um I was in, in a induced coma for 4 days and when I came out of the induced coma um I had the scar tissue damage that I mentioned and I developed epilepsy um, they had said to me that you know they told my parents that I was actually very lucky because they thought I was going to be paraplegic um but I came out I had um epilepsy um you know I struggled many years with it and as I got older um it became more of a of a struggle um I had went to college and, you know, having the seizures and trying to get a good college education was a bit difficult. I, you know, I continued to try to find uh, different remedies and different ways to cope with the epilepsy and to try to, you know, control the seizures. but. um mm-hmm. uh, Back then, you know, you didn't really have a lot of information about um, epilepsy. A lot of the uh, medications um, were very limited, and um, the books um, they had were very few, and they were written mostly by doctors, and they used a lot of medical terminology that kind of went over um, your head. You know, if you weren't a medical mm-hmm. doctor, you kind of just didn't understand what they were talking about. Uh, so I had written an article, and I had submitted it into the um, Epilepsy Foundation, And I asked them if anyone has a story, you know, that has some positive impact and, you know, they can share how they cope with epilepsy, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, please share it. And I had received over... 400 letters in the mail um, from people all over the United States and Canada telling me their story and sharing their um, ways of how they cope with epilepsy and how they live with the disorder. And it was very inspiring. And I learned a lot from all those people. I contacted those people. I talked to those people. And that's how I came across writing my first book, Epilepsy, You're Not Alone. Um, From then... um, I had uh met a herbalist and I started uh doing work for an herbalist and uh I, I've learned a lot and I started incorporating a lot of natural um remedies and natural uh ways, uh alternative medicine into my life and um after uh uh a couple of years, uh, my seizures, you know, um, had improved vastly. Um, I went from having, you know, a lot of seizures to some seizures to no seizures. Um, I had done, like, over two years of research, um, and I had written my own book because it was just, it flabbergasted me how much um, changing your lifestyle, changing the way you eat, the way you sleep, the um, the things you put in your body, you know, the uh, everything just takes a huge impact on your body and uh from then on i you know i just kept uh, going and and uh doing more research and helping others and and now you know it's my my passion to, and i'm kind of dedicated to um people and helping others um to educate others and share with them the natural remedies to stay healthy restore health and and to feel and look better and just to to enjoy life and live life to the optimum you know to your optimum health
1: now is epilepsy a genetic
2: disorder um, it can be. Um, usually, seventy percent of the cases of epilepsy are unknown. Um, you know, you can get epilepsy at any time uh, during your life. Uh, it's a very common disorder. It's just not talked about a lot. Um, uh, millions of people have epilepsy. Um, it's something that uh, can uh, you can get genetically, or it could just come about one day. It can you can start taking seizures. Um, you know, and and you know, so a lot of times they can't um, pinpoint the actual reason why many people have. Seizures it just comes about, um, and for me, like I mentioned, it, it start for me it started with a, a virus, um, but that's not the case for everybody.
1: I see, I see. So you contacted this virus at a very young age.
2: Yes, I did. At age five.
1: Hmm. That's really interesting. Now, were you able to um, get rid of all your seizures? In other words, you are Uh, seizure-free and you have been for, for many, many
0: years.
2: Yes, I'm seizure-free right now, and I've been um, seizure-free for um, many years, um, for uh, over over 20 years now, and, you know, I began detoxifying my body, I changed my lifestyle, my eating, my sleeping, I incorporated meditation and yoga into my life, I began cleansing my body and, and kind of releasing all the negative energies, um, you know, I went, like I mentioned, I went from six seizures to five seizures to three seizures, then to one seizure, then to none, and um, it's... Uh, uh, you know, it's been a process, but it's you know uh, definitely I, I, I uh, would, um, yeah, you know, for anyone that has been struggling with, with a condition, I, I always you know suggest try to detoxify your body, try to change the way you know you sleep and eat and and everything around you, you know, it, because it does it plays a, a huge impact in people's lives more than they realize. Uh,
1: of all these things that you've utilized. Was there anyone in particular that that you can contribute to um, overcoming the disease more than another, or is it just a wide variety of things that, that must be practiced in order to do it?
2: I think it's a wide variety of things detoxifying your body getting the impurities out I always suggest to people if you'd like to take uh, five you know incorporate everyone should have at least 40 grams of fiber in their diet to um, you know um, consider maybe taking milk thistle which cleanses out the liver and the digestive system um, you know to incorporate drinking water getting enough of sleep um, changing your eating um, you know trying to live life um, you know we live in a very stressful non stop go getting kind of world and you know to mm-hmm. try to take time out to to you know relax and de stress yourself and I always say yoga and meditation is a great way. Um you know a lot of people I, I um I uh I do uh, meditation and yoga with, you know, uh doing meditation in the morning or yoga in the morning before uh you start your day is a great way to to start the day and energize your your body and uh they'll put you on the right track.
1: Okay. Well, for, for um, some of our listeners that, that really aren't familiar with what you mean by detoxification, let's take that step by step so that they, okay. they can learn just what that impact is and, and why it has
2: to be done. Well detoxification you know our bodies we live in a in an environment where we're just um surrounded by um uh, different uh toxins uh, we the air we breathe the the water we drink you know people think that just because you you buy um you know, water over the counter or you have a, uh, a purifier that everything is, you know, t- toxic-free. Well, you still have toxins in your water, you know, where, you know, you have uh, the air is not completely pure. You know, you the, the food you eat, all the processed foods and all the different um, injections and, and, and different types of uh, preservatives they put on the food, these are all toxins that come into our body. And our body doesn't, a lot of times, doesn't know what to do with these. Um, they can't break it down so they store it in your body and after so many years or months and you know things start to build up things you know and you, you, you start to get an onset of, of toxins building up in your body and sometimes you know the, uh, your conditions could be a contribute to all these different toxins in your body so you know in order to detoxify you try to cleanse the body um you know by eating foods um you know that uh that can help detoxify your body by by um, de-stressorizing yourself through yoga and meditation, through different herbals and, you know, colon cleanses, body cleanses, um, you know, and get your your body on, on the right track. Detoxification is about resting, about cleaning, and nour- n- nourishing the body from the inside out. And by removing and eliminating toxins, um then feeding your body with healthy nutrients uh detoxifying can help protect you from disease and renew your ability to maintain optimum health
1: right now the 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 means for doing that um you know there's there's a multitude of them out in the marketplace uh you know uh, through herbal medicine through um you know vitamins through food so what did you do?
2: Well, you know, drinking, um, eating plenty of fiber, um, you know, taking the milk thistle, uh, eating fresh fruits and vegetables like beets, radishes, artichokes, cabbage, broccoli um, are excellent ways. You know, they're great detoxifying foods. Um you, know, you can cl- uh, cleanse and protect your your liver by taking herbs like dandelion root, um burdock, milk thistle like i mentioned and drinking green tea are great sources uh, um di- different herbs that are very powerful when it comes to cleansing the body. You can take vitamin C which helps t- the body to produce um, a uh, uh to help the body drive away toxins. Um you can drinking uh, plenty of water helps to flush out the toxins. And um, you know, and doing meditation by breathing deeply um, and allowing the oxygen to to uh, get into your system, you know, it helps the detoxification process also. And um, you know, by just uh, maybe going, if if you can do a sauna, you know, sweating out the toxins, eliminating uh, waste through pers- perspiration, you know, is a great way of uh, uh, detoxifying your body also. Um, you know, and exercising is a a very, uh, has a huge impact. Um, Just, uh, you know, if you can incorporate at least 30 minutes of exercise a couple times a a week, um, you know, that's a great way of uh, helping the detoxification process too. See, what
1: what happens is that um, a lot of these toxins end up in the body and they end up in our fat They're actually, um, a lot of them are stored in our fat. Yes. That's why it is um, a very difficult process to Mm -hmm. detoxify them out. And it isn't something that you can do in a day or two or three. It's something that can can take months to do. Yes, exactly. And and granted, um, Listeners, you know this is something that you can you can work with your doctor because um, you know neither one of us are are physicians. You know you, you go pick the, the um, alternative medicine physician or practitioner of your choice to to work um, along with you on this because yes. it is a, a long process. Um, what happens is with a lot of these chemicals that we end up with in our body, Um, they turn into um, what they call xenoestrogens. And it basically, for women, will raise their estrogen levels. For men that normally don't have very, very high levels, it actually can increase theirs as well. And that is one reason why it's so important to cleanse your body. Now, all the herbs that are out in the marketplace, all the vitamins that are out in the marketplace, we can't assume that they're all safe. You want to talk to us about that, Stacey?
2: Yes, you have to be very careful Um uh, about um with the vitamins and and the different herbs that you pick cuz nowadays you know there's so many people um out there it's very easy to to put a um a vitamin or a supplement on the market um but you you really need to um you know uh look at what you're purchasing before you purchase it. And also, too, is a lot of times you see these supplements. You could get a lot of the, the nutrients and ingredients from, from food in your own kitchen, and it's mm-hmm. not as expensive. You know, um, you don't think that you have to pick up a bottle and, and buy the bottle. You know, um, you can you actually, you know, if you have a condition, I say, look it up and look up, you know, and see what nutrients can help the body. And then look up what types of foods can actually have those nutrients. and, and you know increasing different types of of uh meals and, and different fruits and vegetables can give you almost the same amount or even more of those nutrients mm-hmm. um you mm-hmm. know uh not all the you know uh, most of these supplements uh have not been approved by the f d a so you have to be careful and you have to you know make sure you look at the ingredients and a lot of companies too they put fillers in their in their in their um in their in their supplements. You know, and that's a way for them to to take the cheap way out. And um so they don't have to put the actual amount that they're supposed to put in. Um, you know, and one way of finding out if uh if it's actually a good vitamin or a good supplement is go to consumerlab dot com it's an excellent website that has um, a listing of all the reputable um, different vitamins and supplements out there. And if you're looking for, um, you know, a safe vitamin or supplement, they list the best ones to get. They list which ones aren't good, and they'll give you a lot of information that's very resourceful. And also, too, if you're taking medication, you must be very careful because supplements are like are they are medication. You know, they can they're very mm-hmm. powerful things, um, and they can interact with the medication you're taking. So you need to really consult with your doctor and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. I want to take this supplement. Is it okay to take this with my medication? And make sure that it's okay because, you know, you could end up having, um, you know, a, a problem, you know, like um, mm-hmm. blood thinners mm-hmm. and depression medications and diabetes medications. There are certain um, supplements that will interact with those um with the, with those medications, so you have to be very careful, and you always have to consult your doctor or consult your herbalist or whoever
0: you're dealing with.
2: Talk to them about what you're planning to do. Just don't always go and do it because you know you're, you're, we're not physicians. You know, you need to sometimes discuss this with your physicians if you have previous medical conditions, and you no, know absolutely. And, and you always have to read the instructions and don 't don't be your own doctor and think because maybe you you you're bigger or you're taller or you might weigh a little extra that you could take more medicine than the actual ingredients on the bottle. Some people say, well, well I'm a big boy i could you know I can take three <laughs> instead of two you know, <laughs> and you know they, they end up you know not no, doing you, too good yeah. you know so you've got to be really cautious <laughs>
1: uh, well um listeners, if you didn't catch that. It's called consumerlab.com. dot com. Is that correct, Susie? Yes, Stacey?
2: it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's, not, it's not. It's not consumer.
1: It's not. It's not called consumer labs with an S. It's just consumerlab.com? dot com. Yes. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Great. Great. Well, that's a wonderful resource for everyone.
2: Yeah, because you always have to be very careful because you know you, you, anything you put in your body, you have to always be careful because you know if you're if you're uh, you're not careful, you know bad things can happen. So before you do something, always check it out thoroughly. You know, just don't go in, and take mm-hmm. something or or do something. You know, check it out and make sure it's good for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, are you an advocate of organic foods? Do you eat organic?
2: Yes, I am. I, you know, um it's you know, it, it really upsets me sometimes cuz it's very hard in our society, you know, they make a lot of money off organic foods and they they mm-hmm. charge a lot of money for, you know, so that so do. they don't have to pasteurize the foods. And um, you know, but th- I believe there are certain foods that re- we really should take in consideration of organic. Not everybody can afford to be 100% organic, but you know, if they can uh milk uh chicken Eggs, you know, these are things I think are very um, important to get organic. Um, you could also, like they say, certain fruits, you know, and vegetables. Sometimes it's better to buy them frozen because they have less pesticides on them too. Um, you know, uh, you, if you have to be just very careful when the, you know, there's, there's certain foods that there's a lot of pesticides or you know different things on them. You may want to consider doing organic because it's much much better for you. Because even when you when you wash off the fruits and vegetables, those pesticides are still there's still some on them you know um it's hard to get them all off and with the chicken you know they even they they inject the chicken with arsenic you know small dosages you know to plump up that chicken and with the eggs um with all the, they inject them with hormones and what they do to the chickens is unreal um and it's you know it's not it's not good for our bodies and you know you see a lot of young girls going uh into puberty early um you know they're developing before before they're supposed to um there's a lot of different things going on and you know a lot of this has to in to do with all these hormones and all these um things that they're injecting into into our foods and the body uh doesn't know what to do and the body like we were mentioning stores them and um and like you said too when when they're storing in fat um when it, when they store a lot of these pesticides in in and and all these um processed uh toxins in 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 the uh in the fat and the, your estrogen level goes up well that's also a, a red flag for cancer you know a, a lot of people who develop cancer tend to have a very high estrogen level and you know these are things that you know you have to be very careful you know um Nowadays, you see everybody, you know, I I have young children, and when we go into schools, you know, everyone Mm -hmm. has a peanut allergy or this allergy or that allergy. When I went to school, we didn't have these allergies. Why is that? Well, we didn't have all these pesticides and all these injections and all these things that they they put today in in the foods. And I truly believe a lot of this has to do with the way, you know, what we're we're putting in in all our products, and it's playing a toll on our bodies.
1: Yeah, it, it really is you know there's another really excellent resource for um, um environmental um things for, and, and for products and that's called um the environmental working group it's um www.ewg.org and they have a lot of consumer guides on there. So if, mm. for instance, you you can't afford to buy organic foods, you can go onto their website and they will tell you the actual chemical load of certain vegetables and fruits. Oh, that's excellent. So you'll be able to see that, oh, okay, celery is, is, is like at the top of the list in terms of chemicals,
2: mm-hmm. but, oh,
1: I can go buy, say, I'm trying to think of what's um something you can get that's lower. Um you know, it could be a banana, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That sort of thing.
0: So right. um
1: I would also encourage people to go there. They 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 do just amazing work. They have database on cosmetics, you know, that's another thing that we haven't talked talked about is how um the chemicals of of uh, lotions and cosmetics anything that that touches your skin goes yes. into your body you you absorb yes. all of that mm-hmm. you know it's like i i've been of course chemical free, uh, free of um of of lotions and cosmetics for almost 15 years now you know i mean and then of course you know we can talk about what you use in your house the cleaning products in your house yes. all those things mm-hmm contribute to the toxins that we started talking about earlier in the show. So again, that website is www.ewg.org, Environmental Working Group. And particularly for people that have children, um, their bodies are so small and so tiny. You can only imagine the impact that the environment has on their little growing bodies and the foods and everything. Definitely. Oh, I know that Most you're you're definitely. you're um you're a mother. You have children, you
2: know. It's you know um it's terrible. They, the you know like um even with the detergent um they don't have to put they don't have to list all the chemicals. As long as they list. Only a certain amount of chemicals um you know they they don't have to list all of them, and a lot of times you know we buy these perfumes soaps and and moisturizers, and they smell so pretty and even sometimes you know if you like to take a little bubble bath and you're putting these mm-hmm. like different types of um bubble bath uh scents and you know it has all these d- different types of of toxins and um impurities in it, and sometimes you'll notice like if you ever come out of a bubble bath or if you if you put on some use a certain type of soap or moisturizer and you, your skin starts itching or you might see little red bumps or you'll notice that you have dry skin for, for no reason. You know, a lot of this has to do with all the chemicals that you just put into your body. You know, um, a lot of the stuff that, you know, they put into these perfume soaps and a lot of these things are not good for us, you know. It's, uh, they're very bad for us, actually, and, mm-hmm, um, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's causing a lot of damage because, like you said, anything that goes into your pores goes right into your body, and when it goes into your body, your body has to try to figure out what to do with this, and it doesn't know what to do with it. It's just It's just getting stored, and all those toxins are building up, and then your organs can't work properly and nothing is is working the way it's supposed to. And then, you know, you can end up having certain conditions and then the doctor will write you out a prescription for those symptoms, but that's not the underlying cause causing those problems. And, you know... And this is the problem with society. And also, we were talking about food. If you don't mind, um, you know, people spend a lot of money on organic food, and you see the USDA mark. Well, a lot of times, people, you know, if you ha- they say they're organic or it's all natural you have to make sure that you see that stamp with the USDA mark on it or it's not truly an organic product and you're spending money on a, a on food that you think is organic but it's not 100% really organic mm-hmm. food and so you know people mm-hmm. have to be aware of that and you know a lot of times even if you look at eggs you'll it will say all natural or no extra hormones added well, it has hormones in it. It's just they didn't add any extra to it. So it's like you have to really read the marketing on the boxes. And there was a whole article that was um, done up not too long ago, and they were talking about how a lot of the regular um, food stores have bought a lot of the organic companies, and they mm-hmm. are making the organic food, and it's not truly organic, um, so people really need to really, like you said, and you mentioned that website earlier, go on to these websites and, and learn and educate yourself about what you're putting in your body.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, Stacy, in your book, you have an entire herbal supplement directory. Yes. And that is really valuable for our listeners because a lot of times you'll you'll walk into a vitamin store or whatever, and I mean there's just bottles and bottles and bottles. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> you pick them up and you're and you're. What in the world is this? And what does it what does it do? <laughs> right. And so yeah. Exactly. So you have a, an excellent an excellent guide. Thank you. When it um when it comes to um you know explaining what it is and you know what the common names are. And then you talk about the plant description, and you even give the history, and of course well, the know, medical uses.
2: You know, it's we since 3000 BC. You know, they've been using for thousands and thousands of years. They've been using herbal remedies and herbal supplements and and. Um, Foods from the grounds and the plants um for for years to to battle conditions and you know al- you know it 's been here forever, but people you know not everyone is well educated about you know herbal supplements and all the different um, herbals and what they actually do and um it 's good to know the history of where it comes from, so you you kind of have an idea of what you 're putting in your body and you also you know it 's very good to um you know, understand that a lot of these supplements are not just good for one thing, even though the bottle may say it's it's good for your digestive tract and it's good for cleansing, but, you know, there's a lot of other um, things that it could be good for too, like turmeric is good for your digestive system, it's an inflammatory, it's good for your skin, you know, there's like, there's, you know, almost every supplement can give, is a list, Long of things that it could actually mm-hmm. help people mm-hmm. with. So if you really, if you learn about the supplements, you'll realize that you know you may just need to. If you want to take a supplement for this, that, and the other thing, you may only need to take one or two supplements, and that can that can you know help you with a ton of different things. So it's it's mm-hmm. good to understand mm-hmm. what these supplements actually do and all the different things that it could do for you. No, that's it's, it's really like, true. Yeah, and even like we mentioned, the herbs in our kitchen, like basil, can relieve gas and upset the stomachs. Um, you know, garlic is is a is, uh, odorless um, uh, vegetable that is it's excellent. It can lower cholesterol and blood pressure, and it helps with blood clots. It could also re- uh, reduce the risk of uh, hardening of the arteries. You know, um, there are so many different ways that you could actually you know help your conditions naturally, and a lot of them are in our own kitchen too.
1: Well oh, it's really true and I and I think that they've um literally um cultures from all over the world have utilized them for centuries. Yes. Um, for you know, a good example is like ginger. I mean, you ever yes. go to a Japanese restaurant, what is on the plate? Ginger. Because <laughs> yes, they know they use it a lot. that it it aids they know that it aids in saliva flow and digestive activity. And of course, you know, we'll see mint and garlic, you know, the Italians. All their all their food along with oregano. Right. <laughs> uh, and like you were saying, um, t- turmeric, um, uh, that's become um pretty popular these days. Um, they're coming out with a lot more research on it than ever before yes. on its anti inflammatory effects. And they're they're quite significant.
2: Yes. Um, They they say it it can help relieve uh, rheumatoid arthritis, carpal tunnel syndrome. Um, You know, it supports uh, and helps lower cholesterol. Um, It's packed with antioxidants, including vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, which all um, have been shown to prevent cataracts. Um, You know, it's been here for centuries, and they've been using it for centuries and India mm-hmm. is very big on turmeric, and they're you know they use it almost on everything, and they actually use it as a spice, and they cook with it constantly. And they'll just they'll buy it with the root, and they'll they'll you know they'll uh, grind it up into into a powdery effect, and they'll just cook with it, and um, you know on a regular basis. And it, it, there's so many great things that that um, that one that one spice can do for so many people.
1: Listeners, if you have just joined us, we're talking with Stacy Chilamy, and she's the author of another new book called Natural Remedies for Common Conditions, How to Prevent, Heal, Maintain, Optimum Health, Using Alternative Medicine, Herbals, Vitamins, and Food. Now, this is a really good subject for us to talk about today, and it's something that probably almost everyone suffers from at one at one time in their life, and that is anxiety.
2: Yes. You know, it's very hard in our society, like we had mentioned. We're on a, a society that is always on the go, and there's always something to do. And, you know, if you have children, you're running from the sports game to school events to here to there. Um, you know, if you have a, a big family, there's always something to do, always somewhere to go. Um you know, with work, everybody you know is always on the rush to to go to work, to come home from work, to start. You know, they, it's never ending. You know, you, they always joke around. They say there's there's not enough hours in the day, and uh, you know, people people suffer from you know stress and anxiety, and they you know they can't they just don't know how to tune down. They don't know how to wind themselves down when you're always on the go. Um, Sometimes you, that you forget how to relax and your mind mm-hmm. is constantly going. And even at nighttime, people will have the, the, the hardest time going to sleep. It's not just because as we get older, we produce more melatonin. It's because we can't relax. We're always thinking of what we have to do next. And, you know, so many people, you know, Everybody at some point suffers from anxiety. And if they say they don't suffer from anxiety or stress, they're lying. Everybody does. It's impossible <laughs> in this world not to. You know, it's just impossible.
1: And so what, what do you uh, recommend that people do for it?
2: You know, I've I've done a lot of stuff to you know I've done exercise and I've done yoga, I've done meditation. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've tried everything. You name it, I've done it. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> and you know it's like our family is always on the go. There's always something to do, and it's like you know I got to the point where, you know, I I forgot how to relax after a while. You know, you, you just mm-hmm. you, you just you're always doing something, and when it's time to relax, I would sit down on a couch. And I couldn't sit there very long because I felt like I always had to do something because I never stopped mm-hmm. doing stuff and you know the, the the thing that works best for me is when I meditate and do yoga uh, when I take that time out, I go into a in into a room by myself. Or you could take, if you have a, if you go to the gym and you have a, you can take a yoga class, that's even mm-hmm. great too, you know, because with the yoga instructors, they will show you the different moderations, you know, because everyone, when they think of yoga, they think that you're twisted into a knot, but it's not like that. There are many very different, <laughs> no, you know, different, different levels of, yeah, there's different yes. levels, you know, and there's different uh-huh. ways and different types of yoga that are suitable for everybody. And, um, you know, it's, there's, you could yoga kind of, you know, it takes time, but you kind of learn how to shut down and tune out and focus on you and your inner self and you learn to relax. And it was funny because when I first started doing it, it would take to the end of class for me to actually say, hmm, I'm starting to feel relaxed now, you know, and but then the <laughs> class is over. <laughs> you know, so it was like after practicing for a while, I finally learned how to actually tune the world out, focus on myself and just relax and learn Mm -hmm. how to actually take some me time and and just, you know, when you start to really focus and do yoga and meditate, you learn about yourself and your inner self. And you really start to, you know, you find out things about yourself that you didn't even know, you know, what you, you know, your inner instincts. You know, we all have that inner instincts and, you know, we have ourselves, always telling us what to do and how to do it and you know, that's not really a good idea. But a lot of us don't listen to our inner instincts. It's because we can't we can't tone ourselves down enough to relax to actually understand the signs that our bodies give. You know, um mm-hmm. and when that's you can true. relax you know, and you learn how to relax and you learn how to focus. And when you're in stressful situations, you teach yourself through yoga and meditation how to take a step back and handle these situations in a productive manner so you don't have to get yourself so worked up. Because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of most illnesses, you know, one of the cause factors of a lot of illnesses, stress can bring on illness, you know. Um, anxiety can bring on illness, you know. Um, it's You know, you really, in our world, we need to learn how to take a step back, Relax. And I say yoga and meditation is the most natural and the best resource. And, you know, and it's for everybody. Nowadays, if you go into a yoga class, you'll see men in the yoga classes, you know, and, you know, you, it's not just, you know, considered a, a woman's, um, you know, uh, 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 not exercise, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's uh, meditation, you know, and yoga is for both sexes. And it's, it's something that could help men and women and it's very effective also.
1: Well, studies have shown that stress is responsible for up to 90% of illness. I believe it's it. pretty asto- that's a pretty astounding percentage.
2: It is. You it know, shows... I didn't even realize it was that high. Wow. It
1: is. And it and it shows uh how important it is to reduce your stress levels. Yeah, because you can you know, do all the things that we're talking about today, all of them. Right. And you can be very dedicated to doing all of them. But if you have stress that's really high, it it it's like it changes your whole body chemistry.
2: <laughs> yeah. It does. And you know, whatever you don't get done today, you'll get done tomorrow. You know, people always feel mm-hmm. like they're they have to get it done. They have to get it done. Well, you know, there's always the next day. And, you know, sometimes we stress ourselves out trying to get things done. But, you know, I always say to people, you know, you never know how long you have on this planet. We don't, you know, we take for granted our life and how valuable our life is. Because you know we're here today, but who says we'll be here tomorrow? You know, we assume mm-hmm. we'll be here tomorrow. You know, and is this the really the last, if you consider today your last day, would you really want to live your last day this the way you're are if you're running around rampant and, and you're not relaxed, you know you really need to li- really enjoy life, you need to enjoy the surroundings you know I say you know go you know go outside, take a deep breath, look around you, you know, walk around, look at the plants, look at the grass. You know, smell smell the air and and enjoy enjoy your surroundings. Nature is such a beautiful thing, and it's a very common and relaxing thing too. And if you go outside and you just focus on the birds and the sky, and you just focus on everything that's peaceful and beautiful, you'll see that your anxiety go down very quickly. And you know, tune everything out and just focus on nature. Focus on you know calmness and serenity, and 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 appreciate what we have around us because there's so many things we take the little things for granted. Sometimes we don't appreciate the wonderful things that are around us, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's very true. I wonder if we did a survey and asked people, this this week, how many trees did you actually look at? You know, or how often right. did you look at the sky? Did you take yeah. a walk? Were you outside? Did you experience the fresh air? Yes. It mm-hmm. <laughs> probably would be frightening the actual number of people that actually uh, experience that. Yeah. And it, and again yeah, it, it it goes it goes back to there's only so many hours in a day. People spend so so many hours commuting to work now if they live in highly populated areas. Yes. It takes a lot of time out of their day that they could be doing the walks or looking at the sky or right <laughs> or smelling mm-hmm. the flowers right <laughs> so,
2: mhm
1: you know it's it's a complicated uh it's it's complicated. It, is. it is it is very so, complicated so now let's talk about um the trouble with sleeping at night i've I've actually had um entire shows on sleep and they've yeah. they've been very very popular it seems to be something that um because of what we're talking about um you know all the responsibilities that we carry now in in our
2: busy lives
1: it yeah. is affecting our sleep
2: definitely you yeah. know and and you know as we get older too we we tend to produce less melatonin in our body and that helps us that's a, that helps us sleep um and you know it's uh it's something that you know we is people need sleep, you know. You you many people um, don't realize but not getting enough of sleep, not resting your body can even create illness and you know, mm-hmm. sleep is a very important factor and your body needs to recharge itself, you know. We're we're not robots. We we need to recharge ourselves and you, you know, sleep is a very important thing that everyone, you know, needs at least seven, eight hours of sleep a day, you know. And, uh, you know, if you ask people how many hours they they sleep, I, I guarantee you most people don't even get that. And, uh, you know, no, that's they, something people, unfortunately, yeah. You know... The average it's,
1: is it's, about uh,
2: six. Yeah, about six hours of sleep a day is mm-hmm. usually like mm-hmm. the average. And... um you know there are different ways you know you could try to uh you know um get more sleep at night um you know uh you, sleep is uh something that um you know uh if you're you're not getting enough of you you really need to look for different ways to to relax your body and, and try to get um a a good night's sleep they have different even for yoga they have they have the um Different different poses that will actually help calm and relax the body and put the body to rest and even if you google it you know if you google um uh, uh, yoga for for sleep and you'll you'll see mm-hmm. certain poses and certain th- certain things actually and i i did I did one session it was on the internet and i I had turned it on and I did it, and I actually felt very Relaxed and very calm, and it did calm and, and tone down the body um, a lot. Uh, you know, I felt uh, I felt much more serene after I did it. Um, but there are also different herbals that people could try um, that have uh, been uh, very uh, successful. Um, there's different teas with different herbals that you could even, if, if you like tea, you can drink at night mm-hmm. and they help mm-hmm. to help you uh, get a good night's sleep too.
1: Oh definitely there's you know lemon balm and passion flower
2: chamomile yes. tea is a big one yes cameo tea uh-huh. is very big a lot of people uh like uh the way it smells the way it tastes and uh, uh-huh. studies have shown uh that it's uh it's great for um people suffering from insomnia and people who have a hard time sleeping uh it, it's very very good source for promoting sleep and inc- increasing mental calmness
1: Oh, it's it's just great. Just great. Well, Stacy, Chill and me, I have had a great time with you today.
2: Same here. <laughs> it's really been
1: it's really been fun. And I think mm-hmm. that um our listeners have learned a lot from you and in in our interview. In closing, I would love it if you would tell our listeners where they can buy your guide and um the name of your website would also be really helpful.
2: Sure, um I have a website called The Complete Herbal Guide. It's uh www.thecompleteherbalguide.com. It's uh those four words put together and um it's you can go on there. Uh I have my books on there we also have over 3000 articles about all different types of conditions, different nutrition tips, uh different um different uh uh, product reviews that we've uh, we 've uh, viewed uh, products that we tend to like and that we 've had good experiences with uh, we do uh, have a, a huge section for yoga and meditation and we show a lot of different poses. We also have um, an expert on our website who actually um, is a cancer survivor, and she uh, does yoga, and it helped her through her breast cancer. And she has all these different um, advices and, and different poses on how to uh, how to help your illnesses with yoga. Um, I also have another website. It's called uh, www.stacychilemi.com, and that's S-T-A-C-E-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-M-I.com. It has my books on there, um, and my books are also available on Amazon, and uh, they have all different information about all the different herbals and different conditions and what herbals are good, and uh, that can help all the different types of conditions that we suffer from on a daily basis.
1: Wonderful, just wonderful. Well, thank you, Stacy. You've been an inspiration to us today. And thank you uh, so
2: much for having I, me.
1: I, oh, absolutely. I look forward to um, having you back on our show at a later date.
2: Oh, I would love to come. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. It was great.
1: You, you too.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: All right, listeners. That's our show for today. Please join us again next Thursday at 4 p.m. because we'll have another surprise for you, another great informational, inspirational show. Until then, have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.
0: We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com. With any questions you may have, and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at KnowledgeWorksPub.com. Be sure to visit GotCancerNowWhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award winning book, Got Cancer Now What.
1: The entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. The information is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional and it's not intended as medical advice. We're sharing the knowledge and information within our community. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration.